Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hey, Lazy Geniuses, I'm Kendra Adachi, and you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. Here, we help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. This is season one, episode five, and my guest today is Jamie B. Golden. You should know Jamie as the better half of the duo that hosts my favorite podcast ever, The Popcast. Jamie and Knox are hilarious, I mean hilarious, and give you all you need to know about each week in pop culture. But I am totally team Jamie, sorry Knox, and she's here today sharing some awesome baking tips with us because she's a baker as well as one of the funniest podcast personalities ever. This conversation could have gone on forever, and I'm so excited for you to hear it. I have a mic that I haven't quite mastered yet, which explains a lot of the problems in my life. And Knox is like, I'm used to things that I don't have to push a button or do anything. Right. And so now I have to, anyway. To like do things. So, did you get your couch? Did you get your couch? Oh my gosh. So I just called, no, they're not even here. So I called the guy and I'm like, so do you know when you're coming? And apparently our couch wasn't ready. And even though they said it was, so he waited. I don't know what that, how can a couch not be ready? Like, what do they need to do? Like, like what, what kind of emotional journey is the couch on that it's not ready? It's, and it only needed 20 minutes. It's like, I just need to get my face on. I didn't understand what was going on. So he waited for the couch and he's like, I'm on my way. I'll be there in 20 minutes. So I told him, well, I'm going to get on a call. And then if I don't come to the door right away, it's because we'll like, yeah. Just pause for five minutes and I'll let yeah, yeah, you yeah. couch in and then I'll call you back. Whatever. So stupid. Anyway. Hi. Hi. Thanks okay. for doing this. This is I'm so, so fun. Excited. No, I'm super pumped. I thought we were meeting at nine. No, not in a bad way. I, my hair was still this and my face. Was, I mean, I was no more dressed right. than I was now. Um, Mentally dressed. I was thinking Eastern time. Oh, right. No. But then I realized I gave you times... In Eastern, but it's because I felt, because you need, said you needed to leave at noon to pick the children up. Right. And I can push it later than that. So we're going to be, I, yeah, it's going to be I fine. I just want to cramp. So you're probably like, um, hello, why did you give me 10 to noon? No. When I clearly said, I have to. No, I didn't, noon. I didn't feel that way at all. Slash, I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of like a boss lady sometimes. So if I had to be like, sorry, Jamie, that's not going to work. I would have said it. So it's fine. Okay, good. I'm not okay. a good flatterer. I don't know how to. Oh, no. I don't know how to say things. Like, if I say something to you and I don't mean it, you're going to know. Right, right, right. Like, I don't. Not, you don't wrap things in pretty. <laughs> right? No. I don't like it, and I'm terrible at it. Like, both elements are terrible. 
That's funny. So it's fine. Um, which is why for me to say to you that the podcast is my favorite podcast. That's a big deal. Is like, and that means a lot. A big deal because I really. I really like you. Like you're, you've become like one of my online favorite people. Like I think, oh, I wish so we nice. looked closer. Yeah, for real. Um, but I, that's a huge compliment. Like yeah. some people say it and I'm like, you have horrible taste. So <laughs> don't ever listen to pop oh, culture. Happy I hour. have such good taste. I have, well, you I have do. Like, you, taste. It was funny. Like Knox and I talked about, he listened to, once I told him about you and your sister, yeah. I said, you need to listen to this. It's so funny. And he was like, he came back like the next episode and he said, it is so funny. We can never mention it again. Like that's <laughs> like we can't ever talk about this podcast ever, and uh, and and that was such a compliment. Yeah, that's like, that really really that. nice. Yeah, because like, normally for real. we don't care because we're like, well, I mean, it's all good, but obviously we'll mention this for sure. But sure. He, he said he was like, ah, they're so funny, they're so good, that's and I really said, well, nice. they're women, so it's not like it's not like they're in competition. He thinks everybody's. In. I was like, oh. I don't think NPR is worried about us. So, <laughs> dial it back. Everybody no. has everybody has their corner of the pool. Like it's that yeah. used to be a thing for me though, is because I'm a super competitive person, and so yeah, it's like, well, they're already talking about this stuff. There's no, I can't talk about it either, and I just realized how stupid that is because like if I got all of my information from Ira Glass, like I would just turn yeah. into Ira Glass. Like that's just not how life works. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, but I'm, I'm so glad that he liked it so much. He doesn't want to talk about it. That makes me that's happy. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> Cause he'll say like, oh, we can talk about that. Cause nobody, it's not going to impede on us. Right. But he's like, he doesn't, he worries that he's like, I don't want someone to think someone else is funnier than <laughs> I was like, well, there are plenty of people funnier than us, but you, it's okay. you're, you're pretty, you're pretty funny though. I have to say that, um, okay. So I just discovered your podcast, like. It's so stupid. Like, I really am so angry at my friends for not telling me about this sooner. They all knew about you. It's so dumb. But they just assumed that I knew and I didn't. And so it's just been a couple of months. Like, it hasn't been that long that I've been listening. So I've been like, 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 um, consuming old episodes. Like, I'm a starving orphan. Like, I just (laughs) can't stop. I hate that too, by the way. We hate it because we're like, uh, we were so stupid then, or we didn't care, or we like, I laid down and recorded on the couch like <laughs> with the mic on my earbuds. Like we didn't care. And right. uh, yeah. So we keep saying we're going to put those episodes behind a paywall. Mm. Like you're going to have to pay to listen to crap. Right. Like, you're not going to be able to just Makes binge sense. it. But well, I'll, I will binge faster then before you um, make me yeah, pay hurry. to listen to it. Right. Kind of- um, but no, like, okay. So you know how people say um, like when James Lipton does his interviews and he has his questions from the, French guy. Yeah. And one of them is, you know, what is your favorite sound? And, you know, you say things like, my baby laughing or, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. So top five sounds. Um, one of them has to be yeah. Knox's silent laugh at you. It's, it's, I mean, I want it to be a ringtone, but I couldn't hear my phone because no, it's you silent. Can't. Yeah. But it's, I don't know what it is. But it's the best no, it's the sound. Best. And it's the most reaffirming thing. Cause and what's the best part? I wish people I said we need to do like a clip of his wheezy laugh is like he always does that. Like he always like goes off to the side because he's right. trying to pull back from the mic. Right. Totally. And I go, it's really my because when we started, I was like, he'll be the smart one. I'll be the funny one. Right. Well, he's the smart and funny he's one. Funny too, right? And That's I'm annoying. just the cotton candy right. who's like, <laughs> I don't know. What's that? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was a little sad, like that I wasn't smart or as funny as him. Mm. But when I can get him to wheeze, but it's just mm. like shock, like it's shock and awe. Like if I could, and I'm not even thinking about it, but I think when he does it, I was like, oh yeah, like this autopsy photo thing. I really didn't. We later said, like when we stopped the episode, I was like, you know, now that I think about it, when I said that at the dinner party that I liked autopsy, they all looked at me really weird, <laughs> not like, not supportive like. And so maybe this is one of those things I should not have revealed. What's the account now? What's the tally on which one's weirder? Autopsy oh, photos still or Double Debbie? It's, yeah. it's because it's all women who right. are like, you have an eating disorder. Totally. Totally. Because people are like, that sounds like me when I was 17 and trying to be a cheerleader and I weighed 80 pounds. And he said it so casually, like, like it was such a normal thing. Like, of course you take a bite and then you spit it out. Why is that abnormal? Why is that, you know, he sent me an email. He sent me a text. It was like, we are going to talk about this in a follow-up episode. <laughs> and I was like, and I said to him, I said, you do, I'm like, it's weird, right? And he was like, I said, don't, it's sad that you're, oh, I said, we need to start a segment called confessions with Knox and like listeners can admit their secret shame totally. because I'm not ashamed I feel like Tony Stark when he puts on the Iron Man suit <laughs> and I spit that out I feel powerful I was like well you shouldn't oh should feel powerful oh it's just too good it's too good it is it's it is too good Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I want to know like some things and I'm going to get, I'll edit this and whatever, no, but like I'm never mm-hmm. worried. I always trust everybody. I'm yeah. like, it'll work out. That'll be fine. Um, so like how, cause I want to talk about a million things, which oh, is the sure. problem. Cause we yeah. don't have time for that. Right. Um, but I do want to, I want to ask you like, cause a lot of people know you from the podcast, but like yeah. you're a baker too. Isn't that weird? It's so great, but like I don't know if enough if if enough people like know the origin story of that whole situation, right? And right. even if they don't or don't care, I care. I want to hear. Like, what's your? How did that get started? Like, have you always been a baker? What was the cake like? How did it how did it start for you? Well, it's so funny because I'm obviously I'm a cake pop baker, and right. so I post cake pops on social media all the time. But it's so funny because people will still, I mean, I've I've been, it's been my job for two years. Right. And people will still go, where do you find all these cake pops to post? And it's like, uh, they're in my kitchen. Like, what, what do you think? You think I'm just obsessed? Like, this is not cat videos. This is like, I'm making these. Come on. You have a cake pop obsession. Yeah. They're just like, wow. Whoever's making these is amazing. Like, thanks, sort of weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, what happened was okay. I had, I was always, I always had jobs in marketing. Okay. And I quit my job about a little over two years ago. And I had, I'd loved to bake forever. Okay. Um, I, I made cupcakes once in college and my roommate said, these are really good. And I go, yeah, I didn't have water. We didn't have, we, we didn't have <laughs> We did. I mean, we had water, but our city water, the water we had in our condo that was owned by, no kidding, a Russian mobster in Atlanta, he, the water was really sketchy. Got it. So I said, I didn't want to use water. So I used milk, but all we had in the fridge, and I don't even know why we had it. I think it's because I had a roommate who liked to dip things in her buttermilk. Like she liked to eat things with buttermilk or drink buttermilk late at night, which is a very Southern weird thing. I've never... Um, I grew, I, I've been, lived in North Carolina my entire life. I've never heard of dipping things in buttermilk. Here's the problem. You're too close to the Mason-Dixon. You got to go deep. Okay, you okay. got to go deep Alabama, okay. Georgia to really get to the weird, like kooky South, right? I mean, we put ketchup on everything. 
Sure. But not, but that's like, that's, everybody does that. Oh, that's like, yeah. Your no, my best bites. friend's husband, he dips uh, hot dog buns in buttermilk. Wow. I, I yeah. mean, my mind is kind of, okay. No, it's All right. Really, I'm it's trying to really, process this. So obviously I'm a culinary expert. Right. <laughs> but they were so good. And so then I was like, oh, well, I could make things. Let me try. And so it just, I loved to bake. And it was really, you know, it was, a, it was the, encouragement I got from her because I actually don't like sweets. I like cheese fries mm. and nachos. Mm-hmm. And, but because I got affirmation and I'm a long time people pleaser, mm. I was like, Oh, that felt good. Let me do that again. Let's make more, pa- more Let's make more cupcakes. people like me because of the way I feed them. Plus my mother nurtured me with food growing up. My mom once, she was supposed to come to my house. This was recently. She was supposed to come to my house on a Saturday with my dad and help with some stuff around my house. And she ended up getting sick and couldn't come. And so when my dad showed up at the door and he's very stoic and not a talker, he showed up at the door and he had a sausage biscuit and he handed it to me. And I said, what is this for? And he said, your mom felt bad that she couldn't come. So she sent you a biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) So she really does like Like in replacement. I can't be there. Yeah. Here's here's the cake. Like, here's some fudge. I feel bad. Like, so she does it. And so I have oh, followed. Oh, so good. Right. See, so I started baking and I made cupcakes forever. And then I met online, not really like we do with online people. Sure. I, I met Bakerella. And Bakerella oh, was wow. a blogger. Yeah. I know. She was a blogger. Who is still a blogger. Who really invented cake pops. She did. She's like the queen. She is She's, the origin story of cake she pops. She is the origin story. <laughs> yeah. I know. And what's great is she never has sold them. She just creates cookbooks. I mean, she's doing it right, for sure, real. Sure. But I thought, ah, oh, that's even any tinier canvas that I can't mess up. Uh-huh. So let me try that. And so after about, because people will tell me they make cake pops and they're super hard. And, and it's because they're tricking you. All those videos you're watching on Facebook, those tasty videos, they're tricking you mm. because they're telling you wrong and and not giving you the tips that you need. But once I made, I said, once you make like 8,000, it's going to be so easy. So easy. But just stay committed, moms, <laughs> if you're trying to make after school snacks for your kids. It'll just become- keep having children until you like- Listen, it's not quota. a for sure. Because you'll be like, you know what? I've had one more baby. Toddlers love cake pops. Like I can, I can do it. So that's, and so when I quit my job, I left my job kind of not knowing what was next. I did it kind of as a leap of faith and cause God was telling me to quit my job and, and, but he didn't tell me how to pay my mortgage. And so I looked at my life and go, what can I do to make money Mm -hmm. while I'm looking for a job? Mm -hmm. And I was doing that as a hobby. And so I said, Oh, well maybe I could do this. And so I started a cake pop business out of my home and it ended up, it was so funny. Like, I was like, this is just till I get like a 401k job or a job with like vacation days. Right. And what happened was I could pay all my bills with it. I was like, oh, like I could do this mm-hmm. for a li- Like I could really do this for a living. And so now I still do. So I have so a little great. business where I'm so great. I make cake pops. So I, I love how, um, Okay, so this is being recorded. I don't know when this is going to be released because I'm like just recording a bunch of interviews and we'll edit them when I'm, I don't know, awake in the middle of the night because the baby's crying or something. Um, So I don't know when this is coming out, but we were recording this during Holy Week. Yes. And my favorite thing that you said in the email was like, I'm so sorry. I've been so busy. Apparently people really need cake pops during Holy Week. (laughs) I know. Nothing says. Nothing says the resurrection of Christ like cake on a stick. Like nothing, and it has. Like I've gotten so many people are like, we cannot celebrate. Can you make a tomb? How can you make a tomb? <laughs> you make no, a tomb. I can't. 
I can't make a team. See, that feels really weird to like, I don't know, like to celebrate Jesus by eating his death. I guess that's what communion is, but well, it feels it is really, wrong with cake. I mean, it's, I it's really quintessential Monday Thursday, right? <laughs> it's Last Supper. I do at Christmas make a nativity scene that's out of cake pops. And people yeah. are always like, we don't eat the Jesus. <laughs> we eat the sheep first and we eat Joseph like in a second. But like, we really do feel bad about eating Jesus. I know. I'm like, eat Jesus. Jesus is cool with it. Oh, man. So good. Okay. So there is the, uh, it's so fun when something that seems, I don't know, speaking as someone who also tried to start a baking business, I could not pay my bills with it. Um, I think it was just because it was a little too complicated and slash I only did it once a month. You can't really, you can't really pay your bills with like, Five hours once a month. That's not really how life works. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great though if you could? Oh my word. It'd be so awesome. That'd be the dream. But those kinds of things, like I understand the like, um, I felt stupid. It was like, no one's going to do this. Like no one's going to care about this. But when they do, it's so fun. And I I know that like what you're, because what you're doing, I see those pictures and I'm like, she is not getting enough for those. She needs to charge more for those. Because those are the flyest cake pops I've ever seen. Uh, you're and very I funny. know what it means to bake. Like, baking is no joke. Baking is this, it's so, I I wasn't even prepared for mentally how ridiculously stupid baking is. It is like, so stupid. It's so, because baking just has no forgiveness. Right. Like, cooking has so much forgiveness. So much. And I'm not a cook either. Like, I, I cook not at all. Like, to the point that one time... I was, I was going to make fried green tomatoes because I'd had them at a restaurant. I was like, I could do that. Sure. Like, right. And really like, to be clear, I use my stovetop. I have a gas stove. I use my stovetop to cook hot dogs. Like just so they're like, Ooh, it's like they're grilled. They taste the, better that way. They taste better that way. But have I don't... you ever cooked your buns in butter? <gasps> what? Okay. So here's what you do. I'm about to change your life. Oh my gosh. So you cook, um, especially if you're cooking just like for, you know, you're not cooking for like 12 people. Yeah. You get one skillet that can fit hot dogs and buns, however many you're going to eat. Okay. And you start cooking your hot dogs and do the things and they get sizzly and brown or whatever. But then like when they're just getting close to being done, yeah, you put a, a like a dollop of butter on the other side of the pan and you put the bun Stop down it. in it and it like fries the top of the bun and it gets like crunchy. Oh my gosh. And perfect. And then you just... And then you have a blissful hot dog experience and you'll never go back. You'll never go back. Like I, I just, now I'm all, I mean, I'm glad we're going to keep talking, but all I'm going to think about is I got to make a hot dog with the, the bat bun. I'm it's, so excited. It's, it's a game changer. Um, my, we used to work with the high school youth group at our church for so many years. And so we would always have teenage boys at our house Yeah, and they eat a mess of food. And we, my husband is a school counselor. He's a middle school counselor. So we have like $10. So when the kids would come over and, you know, I want to like feed them. Like that's so fun. They're hanging out for hours or or whatever. And so that was kind of the go-to. It was the hot dogs with the, with the. And they were probably like, this is the best hot dog I've ever had. 100%. Now granted, you know, it's not like they have, I was about to say, it's not like they have very sophisticated palates. I'm giving them a hot dog. Like I'm not expecting much. You don't need to have a sophisticated palate to enjoy the hot dog, but they really, they really are a game changer. I can't wait for you to try it. See, I like tips like that because I, when I decided to make fried green tomatoes, I bought tomatoes. I like, I 
wrote down a recipe that I found and like went to the store and bought those things and then put, but I'm really bad at since I don't cook every day. I mean, I'm really just eating to survive sometimes. Um, And what I decide will sustain me is probably not the wisest thing at this age, but (laughs) I like forgot that I had the green tomatoes. So several days later, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have green tomatoes. I can make fried green tomatoes. I was so excited. And so I went in the kitchen and then I was really bummed and I called my mom and and I was like, well, I was going to make fried green tomatoes, but I guess I didn't buy tomatoes, green tomatoes. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, well, all I have is red tomatoes. And she said, why would you buy red tomatoes if you were going to make fried green tomatoes? I said, I don't know. I don't know why I made that mistake. And she got it before I did. And she's like, well, Jamie, you need to know green tomatoes become red tomatoes. I went, no. How, what? When? Why? She's like, Jamie. And she really was like, Jamie Beth. I go, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Green apples don't become red apples. This is an excellent counter argument. Right. And I started going through all the things that had multiple color. I was like, yellow onions don't become purple onions true. or red onions. True. She was like, I hear you, but still green onions <laughs> still be- wrong. Green tomatoes become red tomato. So I was devastated. And then I was like, I'm not going to cook for another year. Right. Like that was my one attempt. It was a big setback. So, But baking is so precise. It and is. so, and like, it's just those eggs and that flour and that butter, they just do not, they don't play at all. I'm just rolling my eyes so much because it's I've commi- it's like being committed it's being in a committed relationship with someone who annoys the crap out of you For but sure. they do think but but the end result like they're they're just like so sweet at the end of the day or I don't know there's something about it, it that it's worth it I guess. Oh, it is. It's, no, it's like it's like the friend you know who constantly calls you and leaves voicemails just to like leave voicemails, or they text you K, like they respond to everything with K, and you're like, "Acceptable." I hate you. Like, why are you like? But then when they come over, it's so different. They, they're like, they bring you like, "Hey, I bought you this whole season of I brought you I I, I was out and just I bought you this whole season of House of Cards on DVD." I'm right. like, "Oh, right. Well, you're super nice. You're super nice." Like, I'll keep you for now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's such a weird relationship, which is why um, I was, I'm really excited to talk to you about baking. Yes. Just even if it's like, like if it's just one thing that um, well, I was going to say, like it could be just something as simple as putting your hot dog buns in butter, but that's not really baking. That's just <laughs> that's trying just to magic. be like Paula that's Dean. Paula Dean magic. Did you know, random, I worked for Paula Dean. <gasps> I wrote for Paula Dean. Did you work at like her plantation weddings? Did she cater them? No. I was before the plantation wedding days. And when they found out, like I wrote three articles, they contacted me and they were like, we're doing, we're trying to get guest, you know, writers, whatever. I wrote three articles. My photos sucked. I know that's why they didn't keep me because my photos Mm -hmm. were atrocious. I didn't know how to take pictures of food. I was like, okay. Like I took... It doesn't matter. It's fine. But um, but she bought me a computer, essentially. Like, what I made bought me a computer. But then when I found out that she was, like, a terrible racist person, I was like, should I keep the computer? Like, I feel really bad. Like, this is, it's like, like on the money. back. This is on the backs of slaves. This really felt that should way. It? <laughs> but it's funny. You kept it, didn't you? I, I'm using it right now. Like, Hello. it's been a great computer. Blood money. Okay, so anytime someone says Paula Dean, I'm just reminded that the, my computer is a blood money. Right, your computer. blood money. That's so um, No, so like, I really did. I'm so excited to talk to you just about baking things because I have found, like you said, you baked 8,000 cake pops and now you know how to do it and it's easy. Right. Um, and there are things that when I see other people baking, I'm like, no, 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 sweetheart. What, what are you doing? Either yeah. they're making it way too complicated. Right. 
or they're making um taking shortcuts in the absolute wrong way like you can't in order to soften your butter you can't melt it sweetheart like you can't do it you won't get a that's why your cookies look like crap like you can't do that yes because there's such a chemistry and i think but i think once you know it you go okay well because forever i would be that person i'm like let's just heat this mo up in the microwave and it'll be kind of melty and of course that's what makes all your cookies greasy or your cakes heavy or um but I, I, I realized like, oh yeah, measuring is important. Cause I think to me, that's one of the bigger mistakes people make is, mm-hmm. um, they don't measure accurately right. or they don't, you know, they don't put the glass jar down on the counter and let the liquid settle and then look at it and see, is it really on the line or am I looking at it in an angle? So that's important. Like measuring is important. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like you said, everything like it really needs to be, unless it says a recipe calls for it, everything needs to be at room temp. Mm-hmm. Um, because the eggs, you use a cold egg, you're going to get those, if you make a cake or you make brownie, they're going to get those cavernous holes right. that when you cut the cake, you're like, why is it not, why are there holes? And like which cheese, yeah. Yeah, it's and so cheese. then it's going to be drier. But right. I will say a quick way, because I'm infamous for not remembering to pull the eggs out. That's the, I can always remember better. I always forget eggs. I don't know why yes. it's so hard to forget to pull out the eggs. I know. But the good news is that I, what I do to quick warm up eggs is I just put eggs in a bowl of warm water for mm. about 10 minutes. Got it. Not boiling because that's a different egg. Right. right? We don't now, want egg salad cake. That's one time I made a cake and I, it, I didn't, I, 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 I didn't follow the order of what things went in when, yeah. which is crucial so with baking. Crucial. You know, dry has to be usually separate from wet ingredients. And so always follow the instructions of the recipe. But I didn't. And so I put the eggs in before I put the hot water in that the, the it was for crust. And I I don't know if you have ever tried to put almost boiling water on top of eggs, but then your pie tastes like scrambled eggs. 100%. Because the eggs don't emulsify. They don't mix in. And right. so I learned like, oh, this is That's super. Right. Like so, to, to put yeah. this in order. So it's kind of like people who are listening and they're like, oh, baking is no, it's, I, I see, here's the thing. I want people to enjoy baking because yeah. I really think that most anybody can do it. But oh, if you yeah. go into it where you're, you're like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. It, it really won't. Like it you have, not. it really won't. Like, your intuition is wrong. Great. <laughs> like right. intuition, my intuition used to be like, well, baking powder can sub for baking soda. Right. That's fine. Same like, those are the same it's difference. No problem. <laughs> you're not, or you're I would, not. Keep, well, I don't have enough eggs. So I'll just use one less. It's fine. <laughs> like it's, I mean, I'll just, I'll, I'll like add a little water or whatever, like to cheat. I would always try to cheat. And mm. so you kind of have to go, you, there are definitely some things you can cheat. Sure. But I, knowing that, okay. Like, I want to make this the best experience and have the best little kind of yummy thing. One tip I give people always is uh, buy a cheap oven thermometer mm, because mm-hmm. I moved into this house and I had a gas stove and everybody was like, oh my gosh, you're going to love having a gas. Well, if you're a baker, you actually don't it's like. It's the worst. I have one now worst. and it's so bad. Oh, hold please. Yes. Couch. There we go. One, That's so funny. Two. I was the whole. I was so disappointed that I only got to hear the accent and not see the accent. Sorry, I really should have like. I should have tilted the. Dang it, that was my. That's my fault. That's on that's you. On me. That's for preventing so me from me. seeing the British goodness. Because he really, he's so handsome. But like when I need him to get out of my house, and he's a talker. Like when we we're, out, I was paying him on the deck, and he's yeah. like, "My, what does your husband do?" Oh, my friend does something like that. Where do they work? And I'm like, 
I love that you want to have conversations. Right. And usually I would be so happy to just listen yeah. to you talk about like, anything. Cup, yeah, let's just have a cup of tea and let's do it. It doesn't matter. He's like, he's like, uh, it's probably hitting 50. Salt and pepper. Okay. Five o'clock shadow. Uh, solid six four. What? I know. He's I, would, lived- I would look really good next to that. <laughs> I would look great next to that. See, here's the thing is um, I think he he knows he would look great next to all things. All things. Uh, that's tough. I like the one that's like, what? I'm handsome? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. That's he, right. You he didn't knows. know. He knows. See, that's tough. Because when they know, they drive a Hummer. <laughs> that's what happens. It's not great. Well, here's the thing he was telling me when I bought the couch months ago um, in the room. And I, I thought it would take, I knew what couch I wanted. And when I went in there, I was like, this is going to take two minutes. Like, this is no problem. I was there for almost an hour because it was just like, talk, he was just to like have a having a conversation. conversation. And, um, but he like, so I said, I guess you're from England. And he said, he's like, yes, I've lived in London and I've, um, uh, then I moved to Tokyo and then I moved to, lived in Paris and now I'm here. I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina. Right. This is one of these things is not like the other. Like it was seriously, so like weird. he must leave that out when he goes to Paris. Yeah, he doesn't it. include Greensboro, but I'm, you know, we're like High Point Furniture Market. Like that's we're next yeah, to oh, the yeah. city that does the furniture market. So yes. there's a lot of like furniture's a thing around here, but it just seemed like that those lit that list does not make any sense. Anyway, well, good. I'm glad you got a new couch. We got a new couch. It's so pretty. Um, okay, couch is here. And now we can get back to baking tips. That's so funny. (laughs) Okay. So so we were saying um, how um, you put eggs in. We were talking about like how you can't cheat, but there are things. Yes. Oh, the oven thermometer. Okay. So your tip is to get an oven thermometer because you got a a gas gas stove. That's what I have too. And gas stoves are the worst. Gas stove tops are fantastic. Right. You want an electric stove. Gas stoves are like nothing gets brown, nothing yeah. gets crisp. It's you have the to constantly worst. turn it. I'm like four minutes later, I got to turn it again. It's just too. But if my oven, when I bought this house, when I had the home inspection done, the guy was like, um, "This oven is putting out a lot of carbon monoxide," and I went, "Really?" And so his suggestion, of course, was buy a new oven. But I just bought a house. Like I bought the roof and the walls. Like I don't have money anymore to buy. So I just bought a carbon monoxide detector and put it by it. (laughs) And I tell people all the time, I sleep really well in this house. So it's just the right amount of carbon monoxide that I sleep super great. Did you know, like, do you realize how much of a lazy genius you actually are? (laughs) That is such... A bro- like no, you know, I'll just get a detector. A <laughs> it's no problem. You no, know, it's a lot of work to go buy an <laughs> oven when I can just buy a carbon monoxide detector oh from Amazon Two Day Prime, and you don't have to go up. leave your house. Like, I didn't have to put on pants no, yet again. Listen, again, that's my whole life. How do goal. I not put on pants? This is the goal to make this happen. Totally. Um, so yes, and so oh, knowing man. that your oven is my oven is it actually is ten degrees too hot, so that impacts like. And so a lot of people don't know. They're like, oh, I just assume it's telling the truth. No, your oven is probably a liar. Totally a liar. Yeah. So you do. It's helpful to know. And oven thermometers are super cheap, like Dollar General cheap. Right. So Same goes, honestly, for your fridge and freezer sometimes. It's like yes. that stuff isn't, you know, you're like, why Why do my, Why does my cheese keep molding so fast? Right. It might be because your fridge is lying to you. Like that's why I don't know what the, um, what the like health department 
baking small business requirements are in Alabama. Yes. But here, there aren't a lot of them. They're actually really cool about stuff, but you have to have thermometers and all the things because that's right. It's like, please don't kill people with bad eggs. Right. So I have to, yes, I keep it at 41 degree. And like, thankfully, my, my fridge is great. I will tell you the story. Once I had a party, just to, to really reiterate how a bad cook I am or how <laughs> little I cook, I had a party and you know, you always want to be friends with at least one person who will stay after and help you clean up. Totally. Like you can't just be friends with extroverts who are in the driveway talking still, but you need the one person who's like, really is just obsessed with cleaning your kitchen. And see, that's when, if you do have all the extrovert friends, that's when you leave all your windows open. If it's dark outside, you leave all the lights on in your house, open all the windows so they can watch you clean up. Maybe one of them will feel guilty enough that they'll come back in. Yeah, like, oh, wow, Jamie is sweeping. And look how hard she seems to be using that broom. Like, it's so intense. She's furrowing her brow. Maybe we should go inside and help her. That's right. And so she was helping me put stuff away. And I saw her, like, you know, wrapping stuff with, you know, plastic wrap and putting it in the fridge. And she put, like, some cheese on the top shelf. And I was like, oh, no, no, don't put it on the top shelf. And she's like, oh, what? why and she's like i was like oh it's warmer up there right she's like because i was like because of the light so we you know the light goes off and i went really (laughs) and i wish i could tell you i was 19 when we had this conversation i was was 29 (laughs) i was 29 single for a reason sometimes i think um and i was like wow and so it like opened up obviously a whole new shelf to me and my friend because i was like oh i didn't even know that the light (laughs) Although, according to Real Simple, which I no longer get because they made me feel stupid and like I didn't have enough money for anything. Like who gives their ma- – who can afford to give their mailman a $40 Christmas present? That's bonkers. No way. I don't even – like the, the only time – the only time my mailman has received – and I'm so grateful. Like it's oh. – it's a – like – I, I wouldn't want that job. I'm so glad someone has it. I need to get my bills and, you know, my entertainment yeah. weekly. Don't send hate email post, postal workers. Yeah, no. It's so good. Like, I, I really appreciate them, but I have never given them any sort of gifts. Until this past Christmas, a friend of mine, I was having a really bad day, and she texted and she said, I left you something in your mailbox to make your day better. Aww. I was like – so nice like what is and she was a new friend like we hadn't even really hung out before it was really sweet so i go out to the mailbox and it's empty Uh oh. and i texted her and i was like this feels weird there's nothing there like i felt like being like i was ungrateful but i didn't want to be like oh thanks for she didn't tell me what she gave me yeah like be pleased where's my stuff right i was so confused and i was like there's nothing in the mailbox and she went wait wait what i just left you cookies and she left and she left a note that said, oh, I wish I could remember the note. It, but it was, it was like a, it was, it was kind of an inside joke. But it was like, um, it was a really personal, sweet sort of thing. Uh oh. Next day, there's a note in my mailbox <gasps> from my mail carrier. Thank you for the cookies. Oh my gosh. And it said something about like we're BFFs, something like cookies. Oh wow. That, like it was like a really personal note. Like you're now the emergency contact for, for your mail my carrier. Mail carrier. And so what am I going to say? Like, oh, wait, those, but those weren't for you. I can't say that. No. But then I, so I just, do I say like, you're welcome or, so it's just been a really awkward relationship with my mail carrier since then. Because um, he thinks you're best friends. Right. And you are not best friends. We are not best friends. That's fine. I gave my mail carrier 
and my garbage guys, I gave them all cake pops mm. and the milk carrier. He actually had to bring me a package on the day that I put them in the box. I said, Oh, I put cake pops in there. And he's like, Oh, I have celiac disease. And I was like, Oh, well, this is the best news ever. <laughs> I was just like, well, take, don't just take the cake pops. Like you don't, yeah. this like, is yeah. not, this is not a situation where you need to let us know your weird dietary thing. Like, I'm sorry that you have celiacs. It's a I real know. thing. And that you don't get to, you, but you know someone who will eat them like give them to yeah, a kid like there's or like somebody like give them to like put them in the next mailbox you're <laughs> going to like just put them in there just say thank you that drives me nuts i'm sorry whatever um okay so um real simple told me to buy my mail carrier a 40 dollars christmas present and they also told me that there are zones in your fridge that are different temperatures and like this is how you should put stuff in your fridge it's those it's those bucket drawers isn't it like they're supposed to it says veggies and i'm supposed to put veggies in it if they if it's labeled apparently there's a reason <laughs> but they make the veggie drawer really big and the cheese drawer is not big enough um thank you very much i'm like there's nothing truly right now if we open my fridge there's zero things in my veggie drawer right and there are eight different types of cheese totally as it should be right like <laughs> this is the way of the world but apparently there's like truth to it unless they just needed a way to make us feel badly about our organization for our life like oh wait your fridge is also not organized well I, you know yeah, that's how I things behind feel. closed doors <laughs> like, well, there's be... a door that closes it's not supposed to be and organized. the light even goes off we just learned there's not even a light in there even though I will give you a lazy tip for because I have so many that's why I love lazy genius because I'm like this is these are my people because I put press and seal you know the press and seal yeah like, wrap yeah I put that on the refrigerator shelves so smart and then when i quote clean i just pull up the press and seal <laughs> and put down another layer you just changed my life you just seriously life. it's so great because fridges are hard to clean such a beast i hate them they're horrible and so you feel like you have to pull everything out it smells you're like now my cheese is gonna smell like like mrs myers and she's great i get it but she's not that great no and she's so, not that great yeah that's so. such a great yeah. You're done cleaning in literally like 17 seconds. Yes. I'm the laziest cleaner. Mm -hmm. Like I keep in my shower a bottle of no wipe shower cleaner mm -hmm. so that when I take a shower, I just spray the walls. Like I never and clean my shower totally. in any kind of formal way. Um, I, <laughs> the reason I know that we are the same in this is, um, so we have been living in construction for so long and um, I'm surprised we don't all have like some sort of like lung problem because of all the drywall dust that's been in the house. Well, I'm not going to clean. I don't clean anyway, but right. I'm definitely not going to clean when everything's going to be covered in a layer of stuff in five minutes. So we, um, the construction was done just a few days ago. I scheduled a house cleaner to come so that I didn't have to do it. My husband got home like the next morning. He comes out of the bathroom and he's like, um, our shower looks really different. <laughs> I was like, yeah, babe, it's clean. It's clean. <laughs> like it's what professionals call sanity. <laughs> and then I just realized like, like he thought maybe I had like, like that afternoon, like switched out the base of our shower. Like I had gotten new ceramic. Like you had it installed. Someone just came He was came worried about the budget. Like, right? Did you... Did you put in tile? Like what happened? No, someone just came with a sponge. It's cool. <laughs> That's all. That's the perfect thing. Don't clean your house. There are people who want to make a living. I want to honor their commitment to their work. 
I will give up anything. I'll give up fresh vegetables in order to pay a cleaning person to praise, come. praise him. Like yes. totally. Um, okay. So, okay. So let's try to knock out some baking, like lazy baking tips or just helpful yes. baking tips. Okay. One of my favorites okay. is parchment paper. Right. For all the things. Everything that you're doing. So you put it on your cookie sheets when you put down dough. Obviously, you you can use it to like, um, I don't, mm, I might get in trouble with you for this one. I don't okay. do the whole like, like round cake pan. I don't do the whole butter it and then flour, like flour it and then butter it and flour it and oh, butter no. it like 17 times. It's so annoying. I cut a circle of parchment paper. I spray, I spray with cooking spray, put a circle of parchment paper and spray again. And it works fantastic. Yeah. Like there's no reason to do this whole like flower shimmy dance to try no, to get the whole thing no covered um but parchment paper i use on yeah like cookie sheets and then when you are baking your cookies you don't a you don't have to clean the pan which is a gift you the whole goal for me in baking is figuring out how few dishes i can use and or wash duncan cold coffee can be brewed at home in your keurig coffee maker with duncan cold k-cup pods just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Duncan is where you want to be. This episode is sponsored by Pros. I started using Pros because of a podcast ad over three years ago, and my hair has never been happier. Your hair and skin can sway your mood, they can impact your days in ways that you cannot underestimate. That's why Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. I love my Made for Kendra shampoo and conditioner formulas more than any other products I've ever tried on my hair. With Pros, it's easier to care for my hair and feel confident in how it looks daily. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash lazy genius. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash lazy genius. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash lazy genius. This episode is sponsored by Wayfair. I love being home, especially now that my home reflects my style. No matter your style, Wayfair is your go-to destination for home decor. The Waberhood exists in every zip code because Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love and makes it easy with fast and free shipping. We just hung the Sabine metal curved oval mirror in our dining room, and it's like the room took a deep breath and suddenly feels like itself. To find your own happy place in the Waberhood, just visit Wayfair on their website or through the Wayfair mobile app. Wayfair. Every style. Every home. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today so i don't have to clean the pan if i put parchment paper on it and then you don't even have to get a spatula dirty there's no like moving the cookies to a cooling rack you just slide the whole sheet onto a cooling rack it's perfect you don't have to wash the cooling rack like and you can p.s you can reuse the parchment paper you really can't i I never knew that until someone was like i was at someone's house and we were baking cookies with our kids and she like took the she rolled up the roll it up and i went are you a hoarder? What's happening? 
can you really do that? And she's like, oh yeah, you can totally do it. She's a baker about for her living too. And I was like, oh, wow. And here's the best way because sometimes they're like, you know, like crumbs or like a drop of butter or something, you know, like they might yeah. have like a tiny, tiny film. Um, and so what I do, cause at first I would just roll them, but then the both sides of the paper would get kind of gross. Yeah. So then when you put it on, like there wasn't a clean side and right. so then you'd end up having, it was annoying. So fold it in half first, dirty sides together. Yes. Then roll and then you're all roll. set. That's brilliant. So good. I will say for cupcakes, same concept, because I really do hate to wash pans. So that's why I use parchment paper. Mm-hmm. And cupcakes, so my solution for cupcake, because I find that cupcake pans are the worst to wash because they you drop batter and then that stuff is just burnt on because it's obviously in a weird spot. And so I will put a piece of foil on the cupcake pan and then stab a knife into all the holes and then just push that foil back and put the baking cup in there. So you're never going to get, Stop it. I know I love foil. Foil is my favorite thing on the planet. I get through so much. I buy it. Like, I know they're like, wow, you buy a lot of toilet paper and foil at Sam's club. <laughs> it's like, well, that's all I buy here, but I do love foil. Wasn't that the thing that didn't Pee Wee Herman have a giant ball of foil? He did. Like yeah. You could add the, yeah. I should keep that in the backyard as a fixture for sure. I don't <laughs> sure. know why I'm not doing that. That's really good. That I've never thought about yeah, that, that's, but that's why I hate. Really, yeah. don't like washing so bad. pans. They just take up a lot of room in your sink mm-hmm. and in your dishwasher and like, it's and just. And in your soul. Like there's something yes. really like when I stay and, and generally most recipes, you're not going to make just like 12 cupcakes. You know, you're right. going to dirty a couple of pans yeah, or they get extra dirty because you baked in them twice and you didn't clean them in between yes. baking, right. which is a real problem. So like, I'll just stare at it. It would have been washed by the time I finished angrily staring at it. Yeah. And thinking about how it hurt me. Like, like why just... are you so unkind to me? Like I'm plus, just. Plus you're emotional. So you're going to eat an extra cupcake. She's like, well, I'm going to eat an extra one because I feel bad. I'll show with, you. With cookies, my tip is like once you make your cookies on your great parchment paper mm-hmm. and you put them in, because you're probably not going to eat all of them. I will say, even though I love salty foods, there are a couple days a month that may be relied, related to my uterus mm-hmm. that I want all the cookies. Every like, single one. I want all of them. So, But if you're not going to eat all of them, then you put them in, you know, a plastic container or a cookie jar or whatever. Put a piece of bread in that cookie jar or that plastic container, um, not just to be like, I put a piece of bread in here, but bread, especially if it's good bread, like it's new bread, it yeah. will keep the, the cookies moist. It will. Even it's, though I don't like that word. It's the worst word. But it's, it'll keep them. It's effective in certain situations. It um, is. I, the thing I do, because I'm the same way, I, like if they're in a container, bread or no bread, it doesn't matter. If they are, if it's, um, if I can reach for them, yeah. In the amount of time that I think cookie and it's in my hand, it yeah. will get eaten. Like there's sure. not. So what I do generally is, um, is I'll just do the whole like scooping the raw dough onto a sheet pan that's covered in parchment paper yes. and freeze the dough balls and then put them in like a big gallon freezer bag and put those in the freezer so that I can bake two, like who bakes two that's cookies? Perfect. Like that's stupid, a stupid example. I'll bake eight cookies but then you've got like cookies all the time and it's just so nice. So that's a great idea. That's one of my favorite things to do. So I have like so many cookies in my freezer. That's which like is cookie dough. Which ball. is brilliant. That's not 
sad. Like that's what you want in your, you don't want pesky vegetables and fruit taking up space in your freezer. True story. I was cleaning out my freezer because that's what you do, I guess, when you're in your third trimester is you do things like clean out your freezer. Yes. So dumb. And, um, and I didn't have room for everything kept falling out. Every time I would open the freezer, things would fall on me. And I legit threw away a bag of baby corn to make room for the ba- ba- bags of cookies. <laughs> like, Listen, this is that stupid. corn even understood. Like, we get it. Right? We get it. We understand why you're doing this. This is the way it goes. Um, okay. So do you have any – what about like – okay, so we talked about how measuring is important. Yes. But we didn't say anything other than measuring is important. Right. Do you have any like measuring sort of Well, tricks? when you measure – so like if you're measuring dry – like you should have dry measuring versus – Wet measuring. There's a difference, guys. You there is. can't measure flour in a glass pitcher. You cannot. You can't do, that. do it. You can't do it. When you do use flour or confectioner sugar or anything that's like powdery, like the cake flour or things like that, you should always spoon the flour into the measuring cup rather than stick your measuring cup in the bag because totally. you're bound to get like 30% more flour because you've packed it. Right. Whereas brown sugar, you want to pack into your measuring cup. Right. So always spoon and then level off with like a knife, like a butter knife, like just not the curved side, the straight side. <laughs> and if the metal on metal makes you want to die, yes. um, this is when I'm really glad I'm married to a Japanese man because we have lots of chopsticks. For sure. I actually keep, ch- I, um, I'm a put everything in a jar person. Yeah. So we have like this little corner shelf and I just have all these glass jars. And so our flour is in jars or like big plastic baking things. And I just have chop- wooden chopsticks in all of the containers. That's good. So it's already there and you just kind of level it off and you don't lose your teeth when you hear the metal on metal. That's true. I forgot about the special needs people mm-hmm. who are like metal on metal. Like my teeth are currently hurting. <laughs> like you're in pain. thinking about the possibility. You need a cookie. Uh, and then obviously with liquids, you want to measure – in a glass and not look at it. Don't look at it. Like from the top. The right. <laughs> no. Like don't you have to, cause I'm so bad about that. I'm like, wow, that's a quarter cup more than I need. Right. Why is it weird? Or if you look at it from above, like if it's on your counter and you're like, oh, it's at the line. And then when you come down on its level, yes. yeah, it's like half or double, or I don't know. I'm not good with science. It's one of the two. <laughs> It's too much. It's or too, too much little. or too little. It's wrong is what it it's is. It's wrong. Either way, it's, it's not wrong. Work. And you're going to be sad because you're like, why is this so dry? Like, this makes me sad. Right. And, and you'll have worked hard because baking, again, we it said is, is a commitment. It is. But you'll have worked too hard right. in that. I, I will say one cheat, and I get a lot of angry looks about this, but this is my favorite lazy thing. I'm excited. Um, is I think a lot of people are too afraid. Like, they're like, if I'm a baker, I can't use box mixes. Oh, and I think that's silly. So silly. It is. Especially if you are making um, cupcakes to send to school or you're giving them as a gift to the mail carrier to express <laughs> your love for him. Or if you're if you're going to have them a couple of days, you're not eating them. And my best tip is take any box mix. It doesn't matter. Even though Duncan Hines is the best. So if you're looking for which is the highest quality, it's always going to be Duncan Hines. So I stand by know. that. I, I trust stupid. you. You stupid slut, Betty Crocker. You're not the best. So <laughs> Duncan Hines is the best and most expensive for that reason. But if you will sub the water, whatever it calls for, it uh-huh. doesn't matter. If you will sub that with a cup of buttermilk. 100%. Butter milk, and then add an egg. Right. And you will be profoundly overwhelmed by what an amazing baker you are. It's true. It's so true. So much, 
they're so much moister, they're so much um, fluffier, um, and they're really good and people won't know. Now you need to make your icing always from scratch, but um, but you can take that little container of cream cheese frosting that Duncan Hines makes and those cookies you have in the fridge, when you warm those mothers up, just put a little layer of frosting, make a double doozy. Don't have to go to the mall. You can have it in your own house. It's such a, it's such a, um, there, there is a food truck in my town and it's a, it's like a dessert food truck and it's, people love it. It's great. I'm not saying like, how dare she, but she's capitalized on the fact that people don't realize they can do this stuff in their own house. Yeah. Like she, she, this is the truth. She buys cookies from Costco. Okay. She buys ice cream from Costco. She wow. puts ice cream in between the cookies and sells it for like $5 a piece. Wow. And I'm like, guys, did you know? And people are, you know, like standing in front of the truck. And I'm like, they're I'm like, like planning their Instagram photo, like <laughs> curating it. Cause they're like, this is gourmet. And I'm thinking, I mean, props to her. Oh yeah. Props to her. I do not begrudge anyone making a living on people being stupid, but like, <laughs> it's just, it, it, it kind of makes me like, it makes me a little crazy. So I'm like, guys, you know, you can just buy this stuff and do this at home. Like, it's it's called a spoon. Like you just put ice cream yeah. in between two cookies. It's not that hard. It's not hard. But I think, and I forget sometimes. I can be kind of a jerk about it because I forget that not everybody thinks the same way. Not everybody thinks like I think. What? Which is really sad. That's new information. <laughs> I didn't know that. But like, it's taken. I'm 34, and it has taken me 34 years practically <laughs> to realize that. Like, oh wait, I'm well, just one person. People can have different opinions. It doesn't mean that they're stupid because they don't think about things the way I do. It's okay. But I still am working on that in terms of stuff like this. Yes. Like just like I heard your um your interview with um Jamie Ivey on her podcast and how you talked about making whipped cream. Oh yeah. And I don't think people understand that whipped cream is like you just whip cream. Cream. Like that's all it is, is you take cream and you beat the heck out of it until it's fluffy. Yeah. And, and I don't get vanilla it. from like a, like, I don't get vanilla from a Mexican woman who has like <laughs> made it under her hut for 30 years. Like uh, McCormick's. McCormick's makes great. Great vanilla. Yeah. You don't have to make your own. Like, I know it's easy to make and you can, you can make your own vanilla extract. You can. And kudos to all of those people curating that photo for Instagram with their <laughs> vanilla beans stuck in a and jar. their vodka. <laughs> with their vodka, letting it sit in the cabinet, hoping their kid doesn't like, go, is that beef jerky? What is that? Kudos to them. But McCormick makes a delightful vanilla extract that is just perfect. But yeah, like you can make you can make things heavy whipping cream and just whip it. And it is, yeah, I mean, you're it's not great for your health what health wise. What is though? No, it's why I have to it's why I have to sleep in my workout clothes sometimes. (laughs) So I'll wake up and go, yes, work out. I should do this. (laughs) And that's a great that's another great tip. If you're not looking for love and have like a gentleman caller. And you're single like me and you're like one side of the bed is your MacBook and one side of the bed is you. Right. Then it's perfect to sleep in your workout clothes. Mm-hmm. And you just wake up and you're like, I'm ready. Um, back to the Duncan Hines, um, the, the whole cake, use buttermilk and add an egg. One thing that um, I have found, and this might be my own personal taste, I feel like a, at least most recipes, baking recipes, don't have enough salt. Yes. And so that could be another thing. Box mixes might be a little different because typically store-bought things – pre-mix things skew a little more salty. Um, But if you're making um, any sort of baking recipe, almost always you need to add more salt. So like, I'm not good at math. 
So like if they call for like a half a teaspoon of salt, I don't double it because that could get a little intense, right. but I might like half it, like do 50 more percent. So like three sure. quarters of a That's teaspoon. Good. That's smart. Same thing with vanilla. I don't think people generally put quite enough. There's not enough flavor Yeah. to me. Like everything's like, oh, this tastes like a good cookie. The cookies and the cakes that kind of set things apart are just that extra little hair of salt that makes everything sing, just that extra yes. little bit of vanilla or that extra little bit, like adding um, like instant espresso powder to something chocolate to kind of make the chocolate yes. sing. Like they're just little flavor bombs that you can do that I feel like a lot of people don't always um, take advantage of. Yeah, because so I, yeah. I know when I'm making a chocolate cake where I don't use buttermilk, like if I'm making cake pops and they're chocolate, mm -hmm. I will in the morning, I'll know I'm doing that later in the day. And so I will, when I brew my coffee, I'll brew an extra cup totally, and then just let that get to room temp. And instead of the water mm -hmm. that would be called for my recipe, I use a brewed cup of coffee and people worry. They're like, and you're not going to taste coffee at all. You like, just taste chocolate. The chocolate just rises up in a really beautiful way as opposed to you. And people will be like, you're the best. You're the best right. mom in the class. You're right. the best friend in the book club. Like everybody. And you don't have to tell them. You never have to tell them. You never have to tell them. It's kind of to me, and I, I don't know. I know how you feel about Tom Hanks. I don't know how you feel about Morgan Freeman. So I'm a little scared about what I'm about no, to say. he's the voice of God. He is. Okay, good. He, it's like you could put Morgan Freeman in the crappiest movie ever, and the movie is automatically great. Like, like oh, it's wow. Morgan Freeman. It's Morgan Freeman. That's how I feel about things like that. Like when you add that little flavor bomb, it just it just elevates what was there into something so much better. Like yeah. if you hear, isn't he like a voice of a GPS now? Didn't they use him for, I feel like oh, he, they had, if they've not like Tom, Tom is missing out. Like that's perfect. I think that's like a new thing that someone hired him. And then I saw a, um, a Hillary paid for by Hillary Clinton campaign commercial and it's Morgan Freeman's voice. And so you were suddenly like, and I was like, uh, Hillary, Hello, Hillary. Can we be Hi. friends now? Like, I think yeah. I might. And granted, we don't have to talk about politics because I hate everything. Sure. About them right now. Um, but like, yeah, it was really funny how automatically Morgan's voice made me consider, oh, Hillary's was, my girl. It's a brilliant move. It's like, <laughs> wow, I am, I am for, I'm, I'm for her. I had no idea I was for her, but I, I am now. Fan, but look at me now. Look at my shirt that I just bought online with an $80 donation. Wow. Oh, Okay, so um, tell me your thoughts on um, salted versus unsalted butter, because this is a question I get all the time, and all I would love time. for people to hear it from your voice. Yes. So first of all, don't ever use margarine sticks. Like, don't do it. Like, just spend the extra 50 cents per stick or 25 cents per stick for having good butter. It will change everything. Because you're going to want to put butter on your steak. Like, that's what makes a steak taste better is you put a tablespoon of I mean that's what restaurants do you're like why does the restaurant steak say it's, it's, so <laughs> it's baked in butter baked in butter I and one thing that makes baking great is high fat content totally like all the people who are like I'm gonna eat healthier baked no you should just stop eating like I had somebody order cake pops once because they had, their child had an egg allergy and I was like your child should just give up sweets because <laughs> eggs are super important and these cake pops were very tough to make. This whole tablespoon of flaxseed with a tablespoon of water yeah. as a substitute for egg is a farce, people. 
Yeah. Like All of you people who are like, this does not have any flour, butter, or eggs in it. It's amazing. No, it's, it's not. It's called an apple is you're what you're so eating. Hungry. <laughs> like, you're so hungry that you will believe anything tastes good because you're not ever eating butter. When so, I was when I was making – I'm sorry. When I was making um, sugar boxes, I had someone ask me, um, do you have paleo options? And I literally emailed back, yeah, you can eat a banana. Yeah. Like, I'm not right? because like, that's like, not a real a thing. box that looks like Hunger Games <laughs> where cavemen would have eaten it. Like, I didn't ship to them then, so no. there's no paleo option. No, it's just so bad. Okay, so um, use – so fat fat is important. Fat is important. So even butter, like, I will look for butter that's 75% or higher fat content. Mm. It'll usually say it on the package. And most butter and – it will say that. So mm-hmm. that's a good sign because the more fat, the better mm-hmm. um, for your baked goods. But – I use always unsalted for everything I bake. Mm-hmm. I use salted butter for cooking. Like right. If, right. Because salt usually is always better in. Now, if a recipe calls for salt and all I have is salted butter, I will then reduce the salt mm-hmm. in the recipe. Mm-hmm. I will take some, very rarely do I find myself in that situation because I really, but adding salt, through your butter is not the ideal way to do it. Because a lot of the butters also have – it's not like there's one common amount of salt per stick of butter right. and salted butter. Like it's all different. So you could get kind of – especially if you follow my advice of like um, a lot of baking recipes don't have quite enough salt. And if you use salted butter, uh-huh. like you're serving people like chocolate potato chips. It's not a real thing. So you need No, to and it's now. not – it's not good. So always look for the unsalted right. butter. And then what about um, – so you said that you used to think that you could just exchange baking soda and baking powder. Right. And we know that that's not true. No, that is not <laughs> true. So let's enlighten people very quickly about the different jobs of baking soda and baking powder. Do you know the different jobs? Right. I right. feel like I know what baking powder does really uh-huh. well. And uh-huh. then a baking soda, I feel like I kind of know, but I just trust that it knows. So right. I don't have to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. So here's what I know. Okay. So baking powder um, is a, is about lift. Right. Right. So that's why you see it mostly in cakes. You don't see a lot of baking powder in cookies. No. Generally. Right. So powder is about lift. My understanding about soda is soda is about two things. It's about, um, color. Oh yes. That's good. Baking soda helps things brown more. Right. And, and it's, um, and there's, it's not an upspread. It's not a lifting spread. It's an outward spread. Which is why they're in cookies. So it's like, so if you think about soda, kind of makes things spread out. Baking powder helps things. So if I drink a lot of Dr. Pepper, I'm going to spread out. (laughs) Right. Right? And if I use baby powder, my spirits will be lifted when I'm running and short. (laughs) This is maybe not the best way to remember it. (laughs) Or it could be the perfect way to remember it. You'll never forget it. Never forget it ever. Chafing versus Dr. Pepper. But this is why, so like um, people have different tastes and preferences in terms of like textures of cookies and how, you know, like you like thin and crispy or you like really tall and fudgy and chunky and that kind of thing. And, um, and so one thing I have found when I am like coming up with a recipe or adjusting one that's already there is if I use, um, I'll use like the baking powder that's called for because that's, re- you do want to have, I mean, baking soda that's called for in the cookies. Because you do want them to kind of spread out. But yeah. if you want there to be a little lift, add like a quarter teaspoon of baking powder and it does help oh, it yeah. a little bit. Um, same goes if you cook those um, 
cookie dough balls I talked about from straight from the freezer, they yes. stay lifted a little bit because it takes more work for them to spread out because they're frozen. I love that. So that's really helpful. Tell me really fast, what's your, um, have you done the whole, like, if you're making cupcakes or muffins, um, the whole, like, start your oven at 425 for a couple of minutes to get a quick rise and then drop it. Do you do this? Yes. I have done this um, because I like, I want my muffin tops to be high. Super domey, not right? high. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so if your oven's a little hotter when it starts, it pushes, you know, the batter really quick. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, and that's another reason why room temp is so important because you don't want it to be cool at all, the batter. And so I will do that. My other my other tip for cupcakes, this is just, this is not, this is horrible, but you're going to love it. It's I gonna, can't wait. So if you get mini candy bars, any kind of mini candy bar, so mini Reese's, like mini Reese's cups, mm -hmm. or if you get mini Snickers or Mar, whatever you love, Hershey Kisses. I'm on board already. Right. And you take out the cream corn in your freezer <laughs> right. and you put in those, those frozen things. Okay. When you make any battered thing. So it can be brownies or it can be uh, cupcakes. And then take that frozen candy bar out and put it in the middle of your batter of your, of your uh, cupcake tin. Yeah. So put that and cover it, make sure it's covered back up with batter. So you, you, spoon. you bury it. Okay. Yeah. Just bury it. It will be the most heavenly thing. Cause if it's frozen, it's never going to lose its shape in the baking process. If you put it in at room temp, it's going to kind of get gooey. And that's not bad either. Like, don't get me wrong. Like a melted Snickers is as good in a brownie as a frozen Snickers, but it'll hold its shape. So when you bite into it, so I make a Snickers cupcake, like a chocolate cake, caramel frosting, and then just throw a mini Snickers in the middle of it. And people are always like, you are like a food network star. And I'm like, no, I just have things in the freezer that work really well in the middle of a cupcake. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> it's so good. How delicious that sounds because there's something, um, the, here's one thing I found that I, I love to encourage people who don't think that they can bake or they don't bake much or they bake just the same thing. And I, yeah. I kind of bake the same thing. I'm like, I like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I kind of don't want to always waste, waste my time on a cookie that I'm like, it has 17,000 ingredients and yeah, it tastes good. But if given that or a chocolate chip cookie, I'd rather have a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Chocolate um, chip trump shortbread. It does. Every time. every time. Like I've never, I've made shortbread one time and it sucked because the whole time I was like, these aren't chocolate chip cookies and I'm sad about it. You're sad. Yeah. So I was like, what's the point? But one thing that I think is so great, the more you bake, because when you said like chocolate cake and a Snickers, I was like, yeah, dude, of course. But then when you said caramel frosting, it's like- yeah you start to hear and find combinations of flavors that just make you go, what just happened? And it's so fun. Um, do you uh, own the book, The Flavor Bible? No. <gasps> okay. I'm going to, um, I encourage everybody to buy this book for everything. If you feel like you have at least a little bit of creativity in the kitchen, if you are solely like, please don't make me look away from my recipe, even for the two seconds to stir the food that right. the recipe is making, then maybe you're not ready for it. But the Flavor Bible is not a cookbook. It is um, a compilation of a million ingredients, um, for everything, I mean, everything, like all the vegetables, all the fish, and it's in alphabetical order. And basically, so if you're like, I want to make chocolate cake, but I don't want to just make like 
just chocolate frosting or just vanilla frosting. I don't know. You look up chocolate. Perfect. Underneath it is a list of all the foods that go with chocolate. And they are bolded or have like little asterisks next to them, varying degrees of like, but this is like mega combination. So of course, peanut butter is like all caps with like a million asterisks Uh, next to it. My favorite. Um, but it's so fun to, it's sort of just like, like jogs your memory a little and you look through and you go, oh, I never really thought about chocolate and, you know, like you think about chocolate and orange, but then you might go and you think like oranges and strawberries, like the flavor of orange and strawberry is really, really good. So like I did a, um, chocolate cupcake with fresh strawberry buttercream and then orange sugar, like orange zest with like a turbinado sugar. So it had like a little texture on the top and it was like. It was like chocolate and spring had a baby Ugh. and it was so good, but I wouldn't have thought about it if I wasn't just sort of no, I wouldn't through have my flavor Bible. Too. I would have just stuck with one. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I would highly encourage. I'm getting it. Yes. No, I want to Bible. have that. Because so I'm always fun. interested. Paula Dean, speaking of uh, your racist computer, <laughs> I, uh, I, one time I saw her do a recipe of like how to spruce up stuff. And so her trick, and I do this all the time for brownies because I love peanut butter, like peanut butter. And really, I'm just going to put the chocolate chips in the peanut butter jar and eat it directly into my mouth. There's like, no other way to do it. I don't need to bake anything. Of but not. if you're making brownies, any brownie, it doesn't matter what kind of brownie you're making. You can put it in a muffin tin, like make the brownies in a muffin tin mm-hmm. so that you have some serving control, which might be nice depending on who you are as a person and how you eat your feelings. But <laughs> Then take peanut butter chips, like chocolate I peanut, love butter chips, peanut butter chips, oh and my just word. put them on top of the batter when you're about before you bake, nice. and then you're going to have a lovely layer of peanut butter on the top of your brownies. That's a great idea. Yeah, and it's just something who doesn't want to keep. Like, it's a good reason to be like, we have to have these chips in the pantry. Exactly. Basically, that's that's the whole point of baking. There are two points of baking. You make friends. Yes. And it's just an excuse to keep like 17 different kinds of chocolate in your house. Uh, so much. Cho- Somebody did say, why do you have a bin of chocolate? <laughs> well, because I have a 25 pound bin of white chocolate, you know, yeah. melts for yeah. K-pops. And, and they're like, but you want, let's, hey, you want a snack? Let's just melt some of this, put them over some pretzels. Because pretzels by themselves are the most ridiculous thing. They're disgusting. I don't know but, why they exist in the world. No, but you put some white chocolate on those mm-hmm. mo's. And then watch a little Netflix. You've had a good day. If you do, um, I like the big pretzel sticks. Yes, the rods. Dip the rods. There you go. Dip them in the white chocolate and then roll them in mini chocolate chips, like actual dark chocolate chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. I have all that right now. I'm very excited about what's happening after we hang up. Um, hot do- butter hot dogs. Buttered hot. I'm gonna. Okay, so if people <laughs> wanted to know, inside scoop, what am I having for lunch? I'm having buttered hot dog buns. For dessert, I'm having a pretzel rod with white chocolate rolled in mini chocolate chips. Totally. Oh, my word. Okay. So um, I want to keep um, just talking about all the things because you're just so easy and fun to talk to. But mm-hmm. I have to, like, be a person and go take care of my children. So uh, as I say with an eye year. roll, I know. It's so dumb. Um, so, But I did want to ask you, and I don't remember if I told you this before. So if I didn't and you don't have answers, it's fine. It's okay. Um, but can you tell me? In your life right now, tell me something. Sorry, tell me something you love, something you need, something you hate. Okay, um, something I love, something I love right now. No, I'm going to go out of order. Something I need, 
right now is uh, good coffee beans. Oh, and so yeah. I, as a baker, you're often doing long hours. I, I have some days where I work, I'm on my feet for 10 hours baking. And then some days I don't leave the couch. So it's great. <laughs> it's a good lifestyle. I encourage people to uh, adopt it. But I, when I was growing up, my parents drank Folgers coffee and they never drank any other kind of coffee. Right. And so when I went to college, my friend took me to uh, 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 like a coffee place. Like where they served just coffee, which was so new <laughs> and so different. And I got a cappuccino and that was the first thing I'd ever, ever, ta- ever I had coffee wow. in a different way. And I went, what is this magic? Like, this is- <laughs> and now my life is different. And I like grind my own beans and I have the five different ways to make coffee. Right. I mean, I still use a drip mostly, but finding a coffee bean that you love that, and I love, I've learned, I like Sumatran beans. And so I'm really, and it sounds like a diva thing. But the difference between having good coffee, like my dad, who again, 30 years on Folgers coffee, came to my house one day and he, I just made a cup. He smelled it. He was like, can you make another cup for me? Sure. And he, he tasted it and he was like, what, what, what is, what is this? Like he was stumbling. This man of the stoic leader of our family was like, why, why does it taste like this? Right. It's like, because, and it didn't have any sugar. It, I was able to give up sugar in my coffee once I found a bean. I loved wow. or a type of bean. I no longer even have to put sugar in my coffee, mm. just milk. Right. Um, so it's really good. So that's one thing I need. Good coffee beans. Good, good coffee beans. That's good. Super, super important. I like that. Um, one thing I love right now is I, gosh, I love so much. My whole life is loving everything. That's I'm one excited. of the things I like about you. I'm excited you about love so things. many things. It's I love so, so many. And I'm excited about most things all the time. I love, right now I love binging TV shows. So when you're a baker, I just have an iPad set up in the kitchen and all I'm doing is watching television. So mm-hmm. you can be on your feet for 10 hours if you get to watch all of a season of a TV show. Right. And so some shows that I'm loving right now are uh, Daredevil on Netflix. So like a, good. So good. I mean, I want to hold that blind man's hand so badly. Let's he, help him cross the street, Jamie. Oh my gosh. I would, I would stand with him in the mm-hmm. rain. I love him. Um, so Daredevil and I like kind of lighthearted, like fun stuff. So I love the show Broad City, mm. um, which is not suitable for Jamie's mom, but it, I love it. Um, it's a I, great show. It's so good. I have just... I'm in the middle of Game of Thrones. It took me a long time to get there because I was not attentive. I have an ADD disorder. Um, I'm a survivor of ADD. And you have to pay attention when you watch it. You have to pay attention to the credits of that show. I mean, it's like Everything. from start yeah. to finish, it's really that's that's I stopped watching it for several reasons, but that was one of them is like, I don't know who these people are talking about. Like I can't keep up with all these people. And half of them are naked all the time. And so I don't even really have like out like costumes to go by. <laughs> like, like they all look alike. There's so many white people. They all look alike when they're, they're pale. They don't have clothes on. <laughs> and they all have beards or long hair. Like right. it's not. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But I really do love it. And I love, listen, one of my favorite shows on TV right now is Jane the Virgin. I've heard great things. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. It is a delightful television show that's smart and clever and great storytelling. And it's, it's like a weird soap. I think I feel like it's a callback to my days of our lives obsession. Nice. Um, but I love it. And so, and then what was the third one? Something I hate. (sighs) Um, I really do hate 
right now, because we're in this political season Mm -hmm. that's very toxic on many levels. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate Facebook users who post about politics and then are surprised that the comments get away from them. (laughs) And I love when they come in at the end, when their aunt who doesn't know their friend from high school (laughs) has now called each other a-holes in this thread. But they come in at the end and was like, guys, I didn't know this was going to happen. Like, you I was just known. trying to tell you how much I love Ted Cruz. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're right. a horrible human. Right. Like, how do you not understand how the internet works? Right. This is basic, basic internet math. Like, I wish Facebook had an algorithm that you, if you type in into a Facebook status, any politician's name, that it comes up and goes, are you sure? <laughs> like, do you remember how your uncle is? Like, <laughs> I wish it was that smart. I feel like Mark Zuckerberg could do it. I feel like he probably could. No, that's so true. I mean, I think that's probably one of the reasons why, other than the whole like politician part of it, why presidential ra- this particular presidential race is so hard is because like I don't I don't even get on Facebook anymore because that's what it is. It's like um, I've even had people like don't leave any comments. I'm going to say this, but no one is allowed to leave comments. I love that. Like- and I'm like. First of all, there's not like a lock and key. Yeah. Like people are going to still say things. And um, people who have opinions want to type them right then. Right. They do. And so, but even like even so, I don't know. It's, I, I totally am with you. That's one of the things that I hate the most about this whole thing is that people don't expect to be disagreed with. Like yeah. they're so surprised when someone disagrees with them. I know. So what I do now is if my friends do it, like, and I, I really do that. I think they're shocked that I do this, but anytime they write something, I will then text them personally. Here's how I feel about this. Uh, you're uh-huh. being weird. Why are you even writing this on Facebook? Right. This is dumb, but I'm going to text you why I think you're dumb for posting. <laughs> and so my poor friends are like, you think it's going to go awry? Do I? Do yeah. I think it's going to go awry? You, the minister of a small Southern Baptist church in rural Alabama, writing something liberal. You think, I think this is going to go awry? Like you just, you just, just go look. It probably already has. Like yeah. it didn't so, take and very to those long. people who you're like, oh, I don't post stuff like that. But yet you go on a thread and respond to someone you don't know at all. Yeah. You're just as bad. Yeah. Like you true. can't do it. Like you can't. Let's be happy. We just need to love each other. Oh my word. Everyone yeah. just like act like Jamie and love all the things. I know. I love all the things and I'm excited about everything. That way when I do say I love Jesus, it's not on the back of gun owners are evil. Like I'm not <laughs> trying to like. Because I that's will be the best part of Holy Week. All the people that are like, Jesus loves you all. I mean, not the Democrats. But <laughs> like, well, you said he didn't love Democrats, so he probably doesn't love everybody. What are you saying? Yeah, don't try to double. See, then you try to double down with like, oh, but it's, here's an Easter lily that I have in my house. A picture I took. What? No, I remember what you said. Oh, like, it's so good. That's a great list of things. Well, like, I mean, it feels dumb. Like, thanks for doing this. Yeah. But thanks for doing this. Like, this I'm so, so glad. The idea that someone would want to talk to me because I freelance and work at home alone, I always love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's stop baking and talk to people. Well, um, are you baking anything today? Do you have orders, Holy Week orders today? Holy Week orders, lots of Jesus on the cross. No, I do have a standard. <laughs> I won't do Jesus on the cross. I won't do body parts. So, and I get asked for both of those weirdly equally probably. Um, so yes, no, I'm making, um, it's funny. I'm making today specifically, I'm making beach balls. Okay. Which is weird, uh-huh. but it's for spring break. Like have fun on spring break. Oh, that makes sense. That's what that's for. Okay. And I am making a set of, uh, Kimmy Schmidt 
inspired. So a little pop culture nod. Someone ordered them for their friend and they're so excited that Kimmy Schmidt is coming back. It's like two weeks, right? It's in two weeks. And so they wanted to order and have them sent to her. So I'm practicing them today. Pinot Noir, obviously a of bottle. Of, of course, Noir. of course. Right. So it's going to be super fun to oh, me. What a great friend that is. Can do you can you They're, hook me up with this person? No, let's meet them. <laughs> let's become real life friends with them. Because that's always my, when some, somebody ordered a, a, a Lost Cake Pops. Mm. And I just said, do you know that I, because I didn't bake Cake Pops when Lost went off the air. Yeah. And I was like, this is such magic for me to get to so be able to do this when I would have wanted to do it then. So I took it more seriously than I've ever taken any order that I've ever had. It's the funniest. That's one of the things when I found out you did cake pops and then I saw that you did some pop culture ones. I was like, oh my goodness, because I know what that, like, even if you don't get to eat them, it's just coming <sighs> up with the ideas. Like yes. the eating is, it's like not even secondary. It's like fifth dairy. It's yeah, like, it's who cares? But it's coming up with like making like the button, you know, like I'm going to turn a cake pop into the, into the button, the yes. numbers button. Or like whatever it is, like that was the f- most fun thing that I miss the most about making sugar boxes is just coming up with the ideas. Like make Kimmy Schmidt stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like you <laughs> like, okay. got about let's, it. It's yeah, so let's fun. Make, yeah. Let's, the Americans, I will make Russian flags <laughs> and guns. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, it's just too fun. It's too fun. Okay. Well, happy um, beach ball cake pop making. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> so fun. And um, I... Um, I'm going to encourage you to encourage Knox that you guys do need to have some sort of like, just do one episode of just all of his silent wheezy laughs. Like that's the whole thing. It's just right. a clip like show. Whole 60 minutes. Yeah. It's just leading into his wheezy laugh. His it, wheezy laugh is a, tr- it's a national It's a treasure. Word. It is People such a treasure. Yet, but it is oh, a treasure. my word. Okay. You are also a treasure, Jamie you B. Golden. Oh my word. This is so fun. Okay. Well. I'll talk to you whenever I talk to you again. I know. You know? Like, yeah. And you'll have, you'll produce a person. Your per- the next time I see you, the person will be outside your body. I praise him for that. Exciting. It's very exciting. But anyway. All right. All well, right. Take care. Okay. Bye. See ya. Thanks guys for listening. You can find Jamie on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Jamie B. Golden. That's Jamie with an I E. And of course, Listen to the podcast, like right now. It's brilliant and should be in everyone's queue. Uh, We will be back next week with Chad Smith, a.k.a. husband to the nester, talking about raising kids. He's got a great perspective. You will love hearing. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, thank you. As always, please consider subscribing and leaving a review if you haven't already. It means the world. Thanks for being part of the Lazy Genius Collective. We'll see you next week. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.